Welcome to the Decision Podcast. I'm joined this morning by David Mead. Um, Known as the Brain Man, David Mead is a popular broadcaster, stage performer and keynote speaker. But he's also um, a business lecturer and much-in-demand consultant to the likes of Facebook, Google and PwC with his unique perspectives on human nature, performance and motivation. David, you're very welcome. You're about to provide um, a keynote to the IMI uh, National Management Conference. Um, and one of the major challenges facing people that you're about to address is how they engage their people. The service suggests engagement levels are at an all-time low. What can leaders do to address this? I think today we have to appreciate that our people are driven by far more than salary. And I know this sounds like an obvious thing that we've we've kicked around for 10 years, but all of the research bears it out that people need to feel like they have a sense of direction, a route of travel. They need to feel like the organisation has a horizon that it's heading towards, but more importantly, that they are part of it. So if we give our people co-authorship, then it is valued far more than any salary. So they need to feel like the work that they're doing is above and beyond the photocopying or above and beyond selling that house or flogging that insurance programme. Instead, it's about feeling like they're contributing something towards someone else somewhere else and that really does transform an employee's relationship with not only their employer but with the strategic goals that the company has. Mm -hmm. I understand that one of the key things that fascinated you in the early stage of your career uh, was how two people doing the same job can perform at entirely different levels. What have you learnt about that? Do you know, it really has always fascinated me. Two employees on the same desk, on the same pay scale, looking out the same window, but for some reason performing dramatically differently. And it would be easy to say that we can drive performance using performance-related pay or ratcheted bonus schemes, but there's barely a shred of research that shows that that actually stands up. What makes a person feel engaged in their workplace? Um, the only real measure, by the way, of good to great organisations is discretionary effort. That's that 1%, 3%, 5% that they choose to either do or not do when no one else is watching. And the only way that we can really achieve that discretionary effort is if we invest in those people. If we show them that they are part of who we are, they're part of the DNA of the organisation, and irregardless of how big or small a cog they play, that actually what they're doing matters. And that point about their work mattering is so incredibly important, but it really doesn't matter what the industry is people need to feel like they matter inside Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. what would you say are the psychological characteristics of high performers there are so many that we could talk about but the research and evidence shows that that the best high performers are resilient so they may hear the word no three or four or five times but they learn something from every no and they use that to bounce back the next time the second thing that high performers do above and beyond the rest is that they have this self this self form of motivation internally that allows them to catalyze even on the tough days. The third thing that really drives them is mindset. And there's been a huge amount of research into fixed mindset and growth mindset. Those who are high performers have a growth mindset. So uh, they run towards challenges instead of running away from them because they know, feel and understand through experience that those challenges actually make them more enriched as individuals. Mm Can, can everyone, do you think, change for the better? Or some people just so fixed that there's not much that you can do about it. And, I, and I'm kind of fascinated by the skills that you have. Do you believe that you can unlock good performance in people? 
I genuinely do believe that every employee can be inspired to achieve their best work. Now, the definition of what that best work is might shift and change depending on who the employee is, but I've never seen an organization where people can't achieve more, do more, get more, and make more of an impact when they haven't been, when they've been placed in the right environment, in the right scenario, and had the right leadership. The only thing that really, for me, is the big gap is time. As leaders, we really struggle to invest that one-to-one personal time with our people to help them feel like they're part of something. If we can invest that time, then we get it back from our team members in spades. But again, it's the only thing that we don't have enough of, time. David, in your work, you do a lot of um, uh, work, I suppose, with sales teams who need to understand the the art of persuasion. What are the key principles about getting people to do what you want them to do oh so much we could take away we could do three hours on this but let mm. me tell you let me tell you the best the first thing is reciprocity we only as human beings we are hardwired to give back to people who have given something to us first so let's say if you work in the knowledge economy then share your knowledge first in doing so it gives you thought leadership it gives you a sense of authority inside the space but by giving your knowledge experience and expertise to clients leads or prospects they're dramatically more likely to give something back to you when the opportunity comes to buy from you or another alternative. The other thing that I I think really does matter is authenticity in sales. We can all sell the quick sale. Uh, It's very easy to get something across the line and get that first contract signed, but making sure that longitudinally that that client is delighted and excited to work with you again is a significantly bigger challenge. Some of my clients sell a big short sale Delighted that they got it off the line, across the line, but what they don't realize is that that may not have been the the best strategic solution for the customer. And because of that, halfway through the contract, the customer has already decided, we're not going to do this again. So I think those two are are some of the most important. And finally, what's your ambition when you talk to audiences like the one that you have today? What, What do you hope that they might do differently? When we attend events like this, here's what tends to happen. Delegates take loads of great notes that sit on the passenger seat of their car for three or four weeks, then slowly migrate to the back seat of the car for another six or seven weeks. They find them weeks later in their briefcase and don't do anything with them. If we could just ask every delegate to take one or two or three things away, that's it. Treat it like a buffet, like Forrest Gump's chocolate box, and try the stuff out. Because we've got world-class speakers here today from all across the globe that will share lessons on how how to grow your business, grow your team, and grow yourself. But absolutely none of it works if no one does anything with it. So the trick is to pick those one, two, or three things and start actioning them straight away. David, thank you very much. Thank you.